Yeah, in the entire history of this show, I think I've only ever forgotten to click record once. And uh, <laughs> it's kind of a point of pride. I don't think you ever have, but also I think you can fake it. You've got some type of system where, as the editor, you can make it, you can you can punch it up and post. Oh yeah. Anyway, this is this is the show. So, um, heading into the new year, it's everything everybody's optimistic and everything's great all the time. So, mm-hmm. but I do have yep. one thing that um, I feel like this show doesn't make enough money. Hmm. Is it more than zero right now? No. Are you cooking the books? So, not not as far as you know. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> Arthur Anderson got it. Mm-hmm. Um. So I was at Trader Joe's yesterday. I was restocking on the the best sparkling wine that Northern California has to offer, uh, between eight and sixteen dollars. Did you get and some of those um the brownie ice cream bar things? I did. How 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 did you know? I got some garlic naan, some mini chicken samosas, and and yes, I was running. I I've negotiated myself down to only having one of those a week. I always want to make an affogato um, for dinner, but I my sleep schedule is already so woefully broken that it seems unwise. Let's come back to um, negotiating with yourself. I want to uh, <laughs> that a little bit more. <laughs> uh, I think that even goes down. I think our offline uh, pre-show chat actually explicitly mentioned that multiple times. <laughs> but so I sent a picture to you last night and um, in terms of money-making opportunities. So, I, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm in the wine aisle at Trader Joe's. Um, in beautiful uh, San Rafael, California. And I turn around and uh, across from the sparkling wine in the middle of the aisle, there is something called uh, California Gray Whale Gin. And if people remember on this show, that, that uh, something that is uh, a prefix for, um, for whale has a significant meaning for this show. So um, with Walgreens and CVS fleeing the Bay Area, I think there is an opportunity that we have here of making our own chain of like grocery stores or um, pharmacies, but that we would have uh, the house brand be is white, white whale. whale. That is 8,000 times better than nice or whatever Merlin used to say. It's so, wow. That, because, mm. because you think of, you see, you have all these bullshit uh, house brands like Trader, or what do you call it? The, what's, what's the one? The, the uh, Target. They used to be Market Pantry, and then it became Archer Farms, and now it's Good and Gather, which is, that's some, lo- love Chip and JoJo, but that, that feels very much like a Hearth and, hearth and is it Hearth and Home? Hearth and Hand? Which one is it? It's one of the two. Yeah. Like, Good and Gather, it's like the same thing of the, every, every DTC clothing company is something and something. Um, but yeah, but. House brands usually stink. Like Safeway is like Lucerne or Sig- Signature or something or other. I think White Whale has enough cachet and like pithiness to sustain an entire store. So I don't know. I, I think that's something that we can workshop. We would, of course, sell high-powered USB-C chargers because we'd, we'd, we'd make a brand deal with whatever company makes that one that I have that, again, still continues to be the greatest of all time for hotel travel uh for charging all my stuff but yeah white whale as the um as the no-name house brand is i think a thing of brilliance and so much better than gray whale just, gin it, it true so did we just need to use the first 300 episodes to get all of our <laughs> bad ideas out and we're saving all the good ones for 301 plus is that what's happening 
Um, I think I've had many good ideas uh, over the past few, uh, uh, eh, let's say the last, the back nine, the, the past 150 episodes. <laughs> no, and again, still, still or sparkling was very inspired. I think we've had a lot of great ideas, but no, but no, 300 that, uh, beyond episode 300 is when we really hit our stride and we're going to mm-hmm. figure out a way to make money on this. It's like the thing where you're, you're, you're in the tech industry. Um, is it, we miss <laughs> sure. We miscalculated our burn rate, and now we are finally going to be. We're no longer going to be pre-revenue. We're about. We're about to cash in on this. Shit. We've ex- we've extended our runway, perhaps. Yeah, and, and we're okay. we're we're ready for Web three, and mm, we right. No space in that for some reason. Strange. No, and I think you you probably know some people who can who can mint some NFTs and. <laughs> Can you? Can yeah, you hold pick, on. Let me let me let me call some people here. Uh, I'm sure you can find a way to make the naked ape a uh, an, an NFT. Hmm. I don't even think I don't know if that's how that works, but um, again, like just put it on the blockchain. Who gives a shit? White White Whale as a house brand is that's excellent. That's a really good idea. Yeah, yeah trade and trademark, trademark. Like mm-hmm. I think isn't the thing that you can mail an idea to yourself, and because it goes through the postal system, it's now trademarked. Let's do that. That's sure. That checks out. Anyway, gray whale. I, I did not buy a bottle of gray whale gin, even yeah, though I, 30, I am thirty six bucks. That's mm. I'm fine. So Trader Joe's has a well. This is a, uh, sorry, what what happened to Dry January or whatever? Um, <laughs> I, I I am. I, I'm not. Let's let's uh, remind me. We're gonna pencil this in, um, or we'll we'll circle back in the parking lot to um, new, whether we believe in New Year's resolutions or not. So mm. that's up next, but. No, but continue. <laughs> uh, so yeah, sorry, for, did I, did I spoil? I spoiled the segment a little bit. But okay. wait, wait, what were we talking about? Which oh, so yeah, so, so Trader just has a, has a good sixteen dollar gin. That's entirely fine. If I'm going fancy, there is a um a fancier gin called um the Botanist that is that is not bad, and I think it's like thirty five dollars. Oh, so so thirty so thirty six dollars for Gray Well gin, you're out. Thirty-five bucks is the that's the high end cap. A little bit, but it's also like I think one time I bought that stupid um, uh, George Clooney tequila, mm. and I don't know why because because I, I don't like tequila. So I I, th- I thought well, if the guy who starred it, if the if the star from Up in the Air is making tequila, then it's got to be good. That's 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 what you associate. With George Clooney is up in the air. I mean, that's a fine yeah. movie. But, well, I mean, I like, uh, so, well, like the George Clooney credits that I have, it's, it's up in the air. There was a terrible movie he made. That, like I'm, I, I've, we've covered it on the show many times. I barely ever watch movies, but there's a movie called the descendants that he made. That's like some family drama that I, that was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Um, I remember as like a seven year old watching ER, which was probably not age appropriate, but Honestly, what else has George have Clooney you, have done? Have you never seen Ocean's Eleven? I have. That movie sucks. Like, that movie was not... Ocean's Eleven is a movie that... Wait, do you like it? Did I not say what I was about to say? I, I, I really like Ocean's... What's wrong with Ocean's Eleven? It's one of those things, like, it's like a USA uh, cable show where it's kind of like a... a, a what... I'm not going to say it. <laughs> it's what... It's, 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 it's a movie that some kind of people think is a smart movie and it's not a smart movie it's it's not it's it's fine yeah, i would it's say fun. it's an enter- it's an entertaining movie it much like most usa tv shows like one of my favorite 
uh, shows ever to like watch when it's just on back when I had a TiVo. I still need to cancel my TiVo subscription. Uh, is there's a show on TV, like on USA called White Collar. I've heard of that. Yeah. It's not a good show. It's got that. It's got that pretty dude, uh, Matt Bomber. That's and a different show from Suits. So now that's a really stupid show. Like that is objectively not a good TV show. Hmm. But um, yeah, White Collar. It's like it's not like you're not using your brain while you're watching it, but it's glossy and pretty and it's gorgeous cinematography um, of uh, New York City. Like it's it's a fun show. But it's not it's not a thinking person show. It's like definitely it's it's like it's no succession or Mad Men, but it's fine. Anyway, how did this link back to George Clooney? Uh, it's not it's not clear. Oh, it would so yeah, so Ocean's Eleven. I mean, meh. I, I really dislike that movie because wasn't there a, a thing in it where Julia Roberts plays herself in a movie? No, no, you're that's the the se- the sequels are bad. You're thinking of those. Ocean's Eleven's good. Ocean's Twelve and Thirteen. No so wait, good. is it Ocean's Twelve where Julia Roberts is playing not Julia Roberts in a movie? Like it's not it's not autobiographical. I think, but I think it's Ocean's Twelve where. But then, as part of the heist, she pretends to be Julia to be Roberts. Julia Roberts. I think I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Ocean's Eleven. Like, no, it's not a good movie. What else is George Clooney in that's better than Up in the Air? You're kind of. I mean, you're he putting was, me on the spot. I'm so. There was bad a with there's a movie that I think IMDb I remember. George Clooney here. Wasn't there a movie called Michael Clayton that I think was all right? Let's see. Filmography. I don't like the redesign they did with IMDb. Actor. Uh, let's see what. Um. Oh, Gravity. Well, you wouldn't like that. No. <laughs> no, sir. I've not watched. Again, I think Gravity and Interstellar are allegedly the same movie, and I have watched neither. Oh, The Ides of March was pretty good. It was not. Is that the one that has that pretty boy in it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I watched that in the theater, and I did not like that movie. Oh. Um, oh, Sp- Spy Kids 3D. <laughs> um, classic. Oh, there's more than one of those. Wow. Um well, he's, oh, he's... Remember, remember that Perfect Storm movie? I'm not sure I've ever actually seen that, but I remember that was like, that was a big one. Wow, he does not have as many, I, I always thought that he was a very prolific actor where he had a lot of really good movies. He doesn't. <laughs> or he just doesn't like, yeah, these are, I've still never seen Oh Brother Where Art Thou, and I don't know if that's a good movie or not. Some people seem to like it. Oh, Bat, uh, Batman and Robin. Gosh, I forgot about that. Yeah, you wouldn't want to watch that, though. Huh, okay. I'm closing this page now. Anyway. Um, anyway, yeah. Up in the Air was a decent movie. It, it was. I agree. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, why were we talking about that? Oh, yeah. So I, 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 I bought his tequila once. Yeah, poor, poor alcohol purchases. <clears throat> we've, we've all made them. I mean, it, it was fine. It just was not worth $46 or whatever it was. Mm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so people should should not buy that gin, but they should instead uh, give us some money on the blockchain or give us some Ethereum to start our house brand of USB-C accessories. I guess I forgot what we were doing here. Oh, well, I think we were just opening like a like a Walgreens or CVS competitor. So we we you know the the white whale brand would they're just everything you, you could buy a white whale gum you could buy white whale 
tissue paper, well, whatever, whatever you need. Well, yeah, that's the, but that's the thing. But here's the thing. Like, no, but we'd be visionaries where we would actually, we would pull like an anti-wire cutter. Like, because it's not, it, like, wouldn't just be a house brand in the fact that, like, it's cheaper than the regular thing. It's not that it's cheaper. It's that it's the best. It, it's it that it's nice. Not, not like exclamation point nice, mm-hmm. but it's, it's nice. Like, everything that we would do, it would be like the upgrade pick is supposed to be on the wire cutter, except our criteria actually makes sense. Yeah. So we, we will, we'll, uh, I should probably, uh, am I going to regret typing in whitewhale.com? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe an incognito window. Uh, the hygienic dishwasher. No. Okay. All right. No, it, it was not pornography, but it was not what I wanted it to be either. Um, oh man. Or is, is there a, like a whale, a, like dot whale TLD? There's a dot everything else. <laughs> if there's not there should be all right um so that's the gist of my contribution to this episode uh i uh, i'm woefully underprepared this week so what do do we have any do we have any minis do we have any follow-up um we, we have a couple of um streaming topics that you put in the in the thing which when is did, kind of the, the interesting oh. part of it well hold on um, let me see do i have do you have do you have some prepared remarks there? I'm I'm curious what the the context of um of oh, no, well, putting these in here are. Well, no, this would be mostly you talking. So I just wanted to see okay. do I have do I have anything else that was in my private channel? Oh, well, actually, I have one one other thing. So I went down to Southern California um for Christmas this year, and when I was driving down the five, uh, this was a little bit between. It was, it was ahead of Kettleman City. It was it was okay. Yeah. It, it probably about three hours down from the Bay area. Yep. And there was a stretch of the five that had a lot of construction on it and it had rained a bunch and the shoulder was very, very muddy. And there were four separate Teslas, not all model threes, but I think it was three model threes and um, a model S and they were all stuck in the mud on the side of the road. Oh man. And I, feel like were those like that seems like just such a weird coincidence does was that probably an autopilot situation mm. like they were very 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 stuck and that, it was only it was only that type of car i don't know i better remember i remember writing that down thinking like yeah i should circle back to that yeah i i, I um well i mean gosh i've i've made that drive what five times i think since since may of last year but I don't think on any of the occasions it was raining or anything. Um, so, huh? But I, I know that stretch that you're talking about on the five that's under construction. Um, yeah, it's a thing. Like, yeah, you're you're three hours outside. Like, you you pass Tracy, I, and then yeah, yeah, you're. Doing I, I that. guess I guess the other thing there too, though, weather aside, is that I always have autopilot off through that stretch because it does the thing where like the road kind of like shifts to like a temporary thing and. I don't, you know, I don't trust autopilot in situations like that. So, but I thought, but I thought it was like literally a week away from full self driving. <laughs> uh, I feel like so that's, yeah, that's what has might, to have you, been what happened. You might be onto something there, yeah. Because like, if it was like just a bunch of random cars, it would make total sense. But no, they were all like, because otherwise, like, it was, we wouldn't be like a like a family convoy of Teslas, and everybody decided like, hey, we need to pull off for a second. They had to have been separate people. I I don't know. Huh? Yeah. 
Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, interesting. It, and it felt like it'd be too weird and unsafe to take a picture of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You could have ended up on the side of the road with them. No, no, my car drives itself. <laughs> it most certainly does not. But it does. Uh, again, I, uh, adaptive cruise control or whatever. The, whatever. Uh, what I don't know what BMW calls it, but it, it is for long drives the absolute it's, best. Oh, it's 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 the absolute best. Yeah. Yeah, I find I always forget that when you're stuck in bumper to bumper traffic that you can set it where it will like auto resume for you and do all. I, I never mm-hmm. remember to do that. I I usually only use it like above fifty miles an hour, but whenever I remember that it can do like stop and go is is always great. Yeah, no, on long on long car rides, adaptive cruise control is yeah, that's the best. Yeah. All right, sorry. Oh, so yeah, so the um, so in terms of other stuff, yeah, um, on HBO Max, there are two things that do not uh, appeal to me specifically, but feel like they're very, very, very much in your wheelhouse. So I'll say this this is another side anecdote where so was I don't know what it's called. Was Matrix Four filmed in san francisco or something it was uh-huh uh, so, well yes. i mean not not the entire thing but but uh, a portion of it was yeah yeah so what's the what's the the restaurant do you know do you remember do you know along the embarcadero there's that cupid span outdoor or like that sculpture uh-huh yeah what's the restaurant that's right there the one that's not a very good restaurant but it has like just like the world's best location um i know what you're talking about i've never actually been there i don't think me, i'm pulling up google, google maps here while we kind of it's called water bar oh water bar okay that's yeah. right yeah yeah so i was i was feeling unmotivated and i went downtown to do a nice run because you can get on the like that's been my new favorite spot of like you can get along the embarcadero down to the chase center you get yourself like a nice six miles with that's entirely flat no stoplights and it's just a nice easy run it's great apparently on the night that they were releasing the movie there was like some weird like secret impromptu fireworks show and like there was like some cast party at water bar oh. it was it was very weird and upsetting to, to not understand why the sky was just uh, there was like explosions in the sky at 11 o'clock on a saturday night but apparently huh. the matrix was why anyway the reason i bring that up is that there seemed like two things that uh debuted on hbo max that are very much in your family's wheelhouse which was the new matrix movie and apparently some type of harry potter reunion Mm -hmm. so i have nothing to contribute on this but i assume you have much to say so we'll get harry potter out of the way because i actually don't have anything to contribute there have you seen it no do you intend to see it no why the 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 Warner Media slash AT and T slash whatever the it is. I guess it's AT and T, right? It's still not. Um, it's not Discovery yet. David Zaslav doesn't have anything to say yet. Right. right. Um. the the whole The whole strategy of hey, let's get together a cast from a beloved TV or movie franchise. You know, a decade after the fact or whatever. That 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 doesn't that does nothing for for me. I have no no interest in that. Were you somebody who, as a kid, or not as a kid, but like just because it was on when we were younger? Did you ever watch Inside the Actor Studio? Did that ever uh, appeal to you? No, but I vaguely like recall what that was. Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm happy for people who are into that 
sort of thing, but it, that's just not that's not what I'm looking for. So I have no no thoughts on the Harry Potter thing. Are um, real quick, are Emma Watson and what's what's the kid's name? The dude Dan- Daniel Radcliffe. Are they like famous and they are like are they successful in their own right outside yeah. of those movies? Yeah, I think I think they've done they've done pretty well. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they're you know they inevitably they're always going to be associated with Harry Potter, but yeah, no, I, I think they've I think they've done pretty well. Okay. Um, however, on the other hand, the Matrix movie that that I have lots of thoughts on, and of course have seen, was very very excited about. So I, um, you know, ma- making it real personal here for a minute, um, was was a big 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 Matrix fan in high school, which was kind of right before you and I became friends. So I don't think you really saw much of this side of me. Um, because alarmingly, the two sequels of the original trilogy came out in 2003, which, yeah, is is, is upsetting. But um, one of the sequels was good and one of the sequels sucked, is what I think is the gist of One of the sequels was pretty good at least kind of up until the end and then the third one was bad that was kind of that was kind of the general gist and they did the thing which i think they were kind of the first ones to do and there have been movies that have done it since then including the aforementioned harry potter where those movies came out like six months apart which was which was weird i think like matrix reloaded came out in may of 2003 and then um um revolutions came out in november so that that was that was kind of weird and i think that strategy has has had mixed success um but anyway i a huge matrix fan um i mean to 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 you know really make it personal here i for halloween i think i think this was maybe sophomore year of high school had a um custom neo outfit made hmm. and it's it's kind of an endearing story so <laughs> my mom and i went out and found a sewing pattern to make it i can't remember where we found it i don't know if it was online it, it must have been online somewhere um and then and a, is, is neo the protagonist is he keanu yes. okay keanu reeves right okay and he, he had a really cool outfit in the second movie in particular. Wasn't so that's his what the deal generally that he just wore like a trench coat. Wasn't that? His... Yeah. Well, but if you, if you look up like a poster for matrix reloaded, like whatever outfit Keanu Reeves is in, that's, that's what he wore in reloaded. And it's, it's a little like fancier than a trench coat. It was, it was a cool, it was a cool outfit, or at least I thought it was. Okay. Um, and a neighbor of mine down the street, really, really nice lady. She was a really good sewer. And she offered to actually like make it for me. So we bought the pattern, bought the material, and then this neighbor of mine sewed it for me. Hmm. And yeah, it was it was great. Came out came out really really nice. So that that's that's how big of a Matrix fan I was in high school. Um, you know, my opinion of that original trilogy is basically what everybody's is, which is the first movie is you know one of the best sci-fi movies ever made. The second one has some really, really, really great action sequences, um, like flash forwarding ahead here for a second. So um, <laughs> the lady friend 
was nice enough to rewatch the original trilogy with me in the <laughs> last few weeks leading up to this new movie coming out. Oh, that's six um, hours. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she loves um, you. <laughs> I know. Um, and, you know, she had never seen them. And Ever? gosh, I never, no. Ooh, interesting. And I, I hadn't watched them. I mean, gosh, I could, at, in at least the last 10 years. It's been, been a really long time since I had seen them. Um, but the, the action sequences in that second movie really still hold up. They're still really, really entertaining. Um, and there's, there's some neat ideas in there, which is, well, it's kind of the, the story of, of all three sequels now. A lot of really good ideas, just not particularly well executed on. Um, and that the second movie... It kind of builds and builds in sort of an interesting way, and then the last like half hour, it's kind of like, what is what's happening? Um, and then the the third one is a like two hour and fifteen minute movie where only like something like twenty three minutes of it takes place inside the Matrix. So, yeah. Um, so this this new movie, I was. I was just so intrigued by because like, you know, the third one kind of ends pretty like definitively. Mm -hmm. Um, There's not really like an obvious route for a sequel from there. Um, And I, you know, I basically stayed away from any kind of spoilers or anything. So I really didn't know much about this, this new movie Um, (laughs) other than the fact that it had been, filmed partially in san francisco and that that filming had actually coincidentally concluded like something like two weeks before the covid shutdown in 2020 um so they kind of snuck that in um but yeah this this new one is um not not at all what i expected it to be like i think at one point i like pause the movie which we ended up doing like a handful of times while watching it because you know like like all the other matrix movies it's a little hard to follow especially the first time you watch it um and i think one of the times i paused it i was just like this could not be like any more different (laughs) than what i was expecting it to be um and yeah i don't know it was it 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 was good partially for that reason like it was just so kind of novel and sort of unexpected um but it kind of does the same thing that that this other sequels did which is it's got some good ideas and concepts and it sort of clumsily explains them and executes on them so it it was better than i expected it to be my expectations were fairly modest especially after re-watching that original trilogy and being reminded that the sequels were you know average at best um so yeah i don't know i i i it was it was entertaining it was novel um and yeah i mean i don't know i guess the other takeaway which is maybe more uh apropos for this show which is this was my first experience of a movie that I really like would have gone out and seen in theaters during normal times that I just got to, you know, watch at home. Like, you know, we've, we've talked on the show, we've had a couple of movies that have come out where I've watched at home just, you know, because they're available, but they really weren't a movie. I probably would have otherwise gone out and seen in theaters, but this is like the first one where, um, 
you know, that would have totally been a movie I'd gone out and seen, you know, opening night. And it was, I don't know, it was like, I, I, I think I liked the fact that I could just watch it at home, but it was a, a different experience than, than the whole theater thing for sure. Sweet. So during this entire, the, the, the Jason Kylar, um, HBO max era, there's been no movie that you were going to watch in the theater that you watched on HBO max. No. Hmm. Mm-mm. I mean, I, I so rarely, um, went to the theaters in the, in the before times. Like it really just was for basically new star Wars movies. And there, you know, there hasn't, there hasn't been one of those in a while now. So, I mean, that, that last one came out in December, 2019. So it kind of snuck out pre COVID. Um, so, ask a dumb question now. Do they have because they they were on they were making they were churning out like a a new Star Wars movie every like nine to twelve months. So do they have ones that are in the can that they just don't want to release because they think there's too much money, or was it nat was it just fortuitous that there was a natural slowdown planned and that just happened they, to coincide with COVID? They had so they had announced prior to Episode Nine coming out that that they were going to kind of pump the brakes on the the movies for a while. Real quick, would there I know. So there was the prequels, and there was four, five, and six. Are the new movies ostensibly known as episodes seven and eight? Seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Wait. So w- Disney's huh. made three, but they've made more than well, they two made new the... movies. Correct. So they've made episodes seven, eight, nine. They've made Rogue One, which is a movie that takes place right before Episode Four. And then they've made Solo, which is like a like a Han Solo backstory thing. That, and that one nobody liked. Um, that, <laughs> I think that movie got kind of an unfair shake. Like I that that there if you kind of I mean not that okay. I don't think you really would go down this rabbit no. hole, but if you there there are some there are some good write ups explaining how that movie's actually pretty good and probably was just never going to live up to people's expectations um but Wait, anyway which, which is the one that would daisy ridley got introduced that well that, that's episode seven eight nine she's she's but, the but main, what's but what's the name of those movies um the force awakens is episode seven so like when the, you when you watch that movie and it does do do the new movies still have that crawl yes well okay. the the seven seven eight nine do and then rogue one and solo do not but so episode seven, like it literally says episode seven. Yeah, oh yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Huh. I feel like there's enough people that I know that that talk about Star Wars, and I've never heard them actually refer to them that way. Like I thought they were just well. Totally usually, stuff. it'd be just be the titles. So the Force Awakens, the Last Jedi, and the Rise of Skywalker is the name of the the three movies that Disney's done in the Skywalker saga. Got it. Okay, I'll text George later. And actually, you know, episode seven, eight, nine, very, very similar to the Matrix trilogy. First one fantastic second one seems like it's going in kind of an interesting direction kind of fizzles out last one kind of a mess um anyway um so it's the matrix movie from what i've talked to people about real stinkeroo is it is it pretty bad no i i guess i'm probably what it like what what is it on um what is it on rotten tomatoes now i felt like it's it's score kind of 
kind of mirrored how I felt. What is it now? It's a it's a sixty four on Rotten Tomatoes. I'd I'd probably be maybe a little higher than that, like a seven out of ten. Um, but that's yeah that that's mostly that's mostly where I'd land. Wait, huh? What? It's got King George in it. It's got who? Apparently, Jonathan Groff, the guy who played in the New York cast of Hamilton as oh. King George. Apparently, he's Agent I Smith. Knew. Who's Agent yeah. Smith? Is it is that the guy who says Mister Anderson? I I don't I he, I've, yeah, I vaguely he, remember watching the Matrix. Was, yeah, yeah. Once. So yeah, so but he was played by a different actor named Hugo Weaving in the um, original trilogy. Hugo Weaving, and there's a. No, no spoilers, but there, there's a story reason why it's a, a different actor this time around. People also ask, why is Hugo Weaving not in Matrix 4? Right. That's, um, yeah. His role uh, in the, what's the visit? Anyway, okay. Um, okay, so you're saying it's fine. It seems like you have a, a more charitable opinion or uh, than other folks did, but that's... I, I think, yeah, I think it's it's... Okay. I mean, I, I know I've, I think I've said this twice now, but like, I, I think, I think the, it, the plot was interesting. Like they, again, they took it in a direction that I would had a couple, I had a couple different ideas of what it might be about in my head going into it. And it was totally not any of those, but just some of the execution and storytelling I, I would have done differently. Um, so, so I'm never going to watch this, but no spoilers for your listeners. What does resurrect? What like the subtitle? What does resurrections mean in this context? In the least spoilery way well, possible. Well, so I, I feel like we can talk about the end of Revolutions now because again, that movie upsettingly came out like 19 years ago. Um, so Keanu Reeves's character and his and the the other kind of main character played by Carrie Ann Moss, who's his love interest in the original trilogy, they both die at the end of the third one. Like, very, very definitively. Okay. Um, and as you can see in any sort of promotional material for the new movie, they are very much in this new one. In fact, they're they're really kind of the only two main characters who are back. So, you can you can draw, you can kind of you can kind of deduce why the title is what it is from that. Hmm. Still seems unclear. <laughs> um, okay. All right. So, um, but yeah, so I guess, yeah, movie kind of a mixed bag, but um, better than I expected it to be. And yeah, still it's like mi- mixed feelings about watching a movie. I was excited about day one at home. Well, so, like, so, so follow up question, I guess is, so you haven't you haven't paid any money for Mulan or any of the what's it called Disney Premier Access? So this no. is a movie that ostensibly you were extremely excited about. So how this, much? Th- yeah. If it was extra money, how much would you have paid for it? Well, so I before I answer that question, I'm actually going to explain something else that I'm glad I didn't have to think about. Okay. Which was what would have happened if this was a um. Uh, we'll call it a Spider-Man situation. This is another movie that's come out recently that people are all really excited about. Um, and because it's Sony, there's no streaming service for that to go on to. So that that came out. <laughs> they didn't put uh, it on Crackle. 
<laughs> no. So that came out exclusively in theaters. Um, and so I was, you know, I was like thinking, cause I came out within like a week or so, I think of the matrix coming out. And I thought like, what would I have done if the matrix was a Sony movie or something and it only came out in the theaters? Like, like it probably would have tried to go to like 11 a.m. showing like somewhere here in Marin and sat in the back away from people double masked. Like, I, I guess that's what I would have done, but I wouldn't have felt great about it. Um, but anyway, I'm glad I didn't have to think about that. Um, and I, I feel for any Spider-Man fans who are, you know, kind of similarly cautious with everything happening right now. Um but to answer your question, if it was on streaming, but you had to pay for it, I'd, I mean, I'd have paid 50 bucks if that's Jeez. what it took. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I get that that sounds like a lot, but, you know, thinking hmm. about the alternative where, you know, uh, going to see a movie like on, you know, opening night, which, you know used in the before times used to be kind of like used to be generally like a date night so there's there's you know dinner and there's going to a nice theater and you know that's that's all way more than 50 bucks all said and told so you know you're not you're it, not being considered of all the single people <laughs> I don't know, uh, like, so yeah i i would have i would have paid 50 bucks all right in joe biden's economy 50 dollars. i mean what was that 20 bucks <laughs> um Okay. All right. Yeah, your review is much more charitable than the people I've talked to, but I'm I'm, I'm glad you most that you don't feel it was a wasted two hours. No, no, no. Definitely, definitely not. Um, well, no, the, definitely can, not. Can I ask what what are there any like I'm never going to watch this, uh, but is there any parts that highlight the Bay Area in a cool way? Like the, where where does San Francisco factor into this? Well, I mean the 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 movie like the the part when they're inside the matrix i think this isn't spoilery i don't think basically entirely takes place within you know a city that the fictional city that's supposed to be san francisco what's it called uh, I, they don't think they ever give it a name really okay um i mean yeah like there's there's you know again no no spoilers i mean there was stuff all over the internet when this was being filmed um there's there's like a big action sequence that happens and that that's all filmed in san francisco um and that's you know it's it's neat there's um there's also a again this isn't too spoilery there's a coffee shop that sort of is a i don't know a main a main story location i guess is the best way to say it um is that what the phone booth is <laughs> uh, no well wasn't, wasn't that isn't that the deal that's the only place that they can enter and exit the thing is they have to use like a phone booth Am yeah they use that they, no you're right they use something different in this new one though okay. no spoilers um <laughs> wait um, well, how could it be a spoiler or, uh, whatever, fine. <laughs> um and so yeah there, there's this coffee shop that that is in a couple key scenes of the movie and it evidently is a joe and the juice location Ugh. on uh montgomery street in Ugh. san francisco and it um evidently they didn't really do anything like to it like it, it it's they basically just used you know the coffee shop as it is as the set so i i, I kind of like <laughs> when i'm some whenever i'm in san francisco sometime in the future i if i'm nearby i'd kind of want to check it out are you familiar with joe and the juice 
vaguely i've also, been once or twice also known as coffee bros where all they do is hire like beefy 25 year olds and <laughs> there's just shitty rap playing yeah joe and the juice is not a good coffee chain mm. um so that's yeah that's kind of how san francisco is featured <laughs> all right um, well. yeah so so yeah um yeah i mean like yeah mixed feelings about the at-home thing i think um like you- where it was it was it was really really nice like not being on a schedule like that's the one thing i don't enjoy about the traditional movie theater experience is having to structure your whole night like whether you do dinner before or after and if you do it before making sure that you know things are staying on track so you can get to the theater on time like it, that part of it was really really nice and you know obviously you know having like the oled and the surround sound stuff at home like that's all really nice but i don't know there is there is some some aspect of it where it it feels like less of an event is maybe the best way to say it that that is that is absolutely true like because i think i don't know if we both like I mean, we've talked about this but i don't know if you also do it but like you like i will put my phone in the other room if i'm watching tv i care about or a movie i care about but like no oh, that's, totally. that, that yeah. is absolutely true where it's been like oh man i don't know when the la- even pre-pandemic when the last movie like maybe it was coco i have, i have no idea like i it's been a while since i watched a movie but it is, it is always so nice to like you're in a place and you can't look at your phone and it is there's a certain like finality and like purpose driven nature to it where you can't just be one step away from just going to the kitchen or doing something where I, I feel like no matter how nice your home theater setup is, that's something that you cannot necessarily entirely shake. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess maybe we're saying similar things, but like for different reasons. Like, I mean, I, like, I, mean, I was totally locked into this movie so it wasn't like Hmm. i was gonna you know meander or something to the kitchen um and actually i mean i would say that as another super big plus to being able just to you know watch a movie at home is is you get outside snacks well that and just just being able to pause it right like i mean i said this earlier like we paused the movie multiple times where it was like wait what's going on here like oh does this mean that um and you know you shouldn't shouldn't do that in theaters right well wait so then i guess re-explain what you feel is the the thing that you missed about the theater maybe i'm I'm misunderstanding it it it's just like it feels like when you go out and like especially if you're doing like dinner before or maybe like drinks after and like you're 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 going to a theater there's just that there's a level of excitement and a kind of this feeling of it being like a special event or occasion, I guess. Like, I mean, I don't know, maybe another way I can try to put an example to this is like when that first Star Wars movie that Disney did, episode seven came out, like I like I, I took the day off of work, you know, so that so that I, I think it actually also like coincided to come out like on my birthday or like really close to my birthday. So it was like I basically I took the day off of work so that you know, the lady friend and I could go see like a late afternoon showing and then go out to dinner and like not have to worry about, you know, getting off of work at like a certain time and doing all that. So like like making like a full day of it, right? Um 
And you know, when you can just watch, <laughs> you just watch a movie at home, you you don't have to do any of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I don't know. I mean, like like I said, I, I'm not. I'm definitely not saying that like I for sure just like want to go back to the theaters and like streaming movies at home is is super lame. I'm not definitely not saying that, but I, I it's not a slam dunk either, I guess. Like I'm also not sitting here saying like movie theaters should go away and everything should just be streaming. So Would I don't you- know, maybe I'm like the movie theater industry or the movie industry at large where I can't can't quite decide what to do. <laughs> Well, you're you're gonna you're gonna delay your decision three times, and then eventually, what's what's how many times was James Bond delayed? <laughs> a lot. Who even knows? Yeah. So I Google on Twitter, and um, apparently, so they're looking at the Joe and the Juice thing. I actually don't hate this. Um, mm-hmm. s- s- simulate. That's 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 pretty good. As as yeah, as an espresso connoisseur, I I think this this is equal parts stupid and also really cool. So that's kind of the the one thing they did to this the coffee shop is they they changed the like the logo out front <laughs> and they turned off the Drake for eight minutes. <laughs> right. um, interesting. Okay. Do you? This seems controversial. Do you think Keanu Reeves is a good actor? <sighs> like objectively, like not that he like I'm like because he's so definitively associated with the matrix i mean obviously people like him in that but do you think he's a good actor i'm yes i do and the reason is because there's no one else who could be keanu reeves <laughs> okay he's it, like sort somebody of else like, could be nicholas cage that's 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 exactly what i was just about to say that's it's, not it, a good example though no but it is but it's a really good example where like he's maybe not a good actor in the like traditional sense, but a good actor in the sense that they are so incredibly unique and just just not not replicable, you know. Mm-hmm. Did you um, did you ever? I'm sure we've talked about this. Did you ever watch the Netflix original movie Always Be My Maybe? No, it's a Bay Area movie that stars uh, I think it's Ali Wong and some other dude. Uh, but Keanu Reeves has a very sizable guest role in it. It's, I think it's actually, uh, uh, it's a decent date night movie. If you and the lady friend are ever hmm. struggling for something to watch, it's not terrible. And it's got, it's got some fun Bay area food stuff in it too. But um, yeah, he didn't, didn't hate him in that movie, but yeah, I, I, I'm, I don't necessarily entirely see what people, the whole Keanu thing, but yeah. Okay. Well, it's cool. Um, all right, what else do we have? I feel like there's a good chance we talked about this before because this may have popped up in some other weird way, but I, if you can upload to Imager or whatever it's called, I don't think there's anything private no, that I put no in that screenshot. Op, no OPSEC in the... Is there? I have to scroll back. Um, uh, no, I don't think so. I don't remember what uh, channel I put. Oh, no, this is in the ideas folder. Yeah, and it just uh, doesn't... People know my last name. That's fine. And they can now know what type of printer I have because like an Alexa knows. <laughs> so here's the thing that like, okay. So I'm really becoming um, unhappy with the Echo family of products. They keep making the Echo. Like I have an Echo show on my desk. I have a couple of Echo spots, the ones with the circular screens, one in the kitchen, one in the bedroom, uh, one in the bedroom. Um, 
and they they just keep getting worse and worse and worse. They keep like we've talked about the fact that like anytime you ask the Echo to set a timer or anything, it's getting super chatty and it's like, hey, did you also know you could do this? Or do you have the did you know this notification of the fact that you ordered like some like eye mask or like some, some hand soap that would you do you want to order more of it? Like echoes are getting super chatty and I'm I'm not loving them that much anymore anymore these days and I don't really have any other options so I don't know what to do. But my echo is port scanning my local network without my permission although I'm sure there's some terms and conditions thing that I hit accept on that that gives them the right to do this. Like on email it says uh, hello, me. You are receiving this message because you connected your HP Color LaserJet M two five three M two five four to Alexa on June fourth, twenty twenty. No, I didn't. Uh, Alexa noticed that you needed to replace your toner soon, based on HP's usage and a bunch of nonsense. So there is no connected home smart skill for a color laser printer. I didn't ever ask it to do this. I never gave it permission to do this. I never allowed the Echo to scan my network for devices and try and send that information back to Amazon so that they could offer me 10% off smart reorders of toner. This is creepy as shit, and I don't like it at all, and I don't know what to do about it. This is yeah, this is this is weird. Um I, yeah. there's no, nothing I ever opted. Like why? Like, is there, there's no way to ask an echo to print out a recipe. There, there is nothing that I would is have opted a, into. Um, is it an air print printer? I mean, sure. I mean, like it's, it's, a, it's, it's a, like, is I don't that, know. I think it's called bonjour. Kind of, it's yeah. That's like, it's, it's, a, of... it's, it's a network laser printer. Yeah. You betcha. But it does not connect to a, it's smart home in any way other than the fact that, an iPhone or like a, any Mac or Windows PC can print to it. But is that is that some sort of like I don't know open standard that just any well I mean it's network like, connected device can connect to is that well how but it's any, any device can do a port scan and see what local area network devices are broadcasting like like if you scan your network like if you download there's an app on iOS that's pretty good called Thing F I N G and you can just kind of see. Like if you were like trying to troubleshoot something and you don't know what IP address your TiVo or your whatever whatever is, it'll tell you what it is. Like so, devices can absolutely port scan your network and try to figure out what's what. But I never gave it permission to do that, and I never gave it. I certainly didn't give it permission for Amazon to try to sell me stuff because they know what I have on my network. And like I just for other reasons, I don't like that. Where I don't want Amazon to know that I have a Nest camera instead of a amazon ring based can't like that's just mm. I, I don't like for for competitive what's what's a, you're, you're, again you're in the business like isn't it competitive intelligence or bi or whatever the heck like there i i don't i never get permission to do that and this just feels gross and i hate it hmm, hmm. Yeah, yeah i i don't don't care for it either and i and i have no idea what i would have like how i would opt out of this like it's too late because like my network is pretty pretty static. They already know every device I have. Apparently, like it's not like it's broadcasting serial numbers, but I still don't like it. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, thumbs down. Yeah, that's not great. Yeah. Um, 
what you had strong feelings about this. So there was an article in, I don't know if this was in his, um, like, what's it called? Power up newsletter. Yeah. I think, I think it's basically both. I think it was in that, but then it was also like a, a separate article. Yeah. So you had, you, you had a very negative reaction or you had very strong feelings about this. But uh, Mark Gurman, in his uh, January 2nd newsletter to Bloomberg subscribers, uh, he posted that, um, quote, after a modest set of device launches in 2021, Apple Inc. is set for a stronger 2022 with new iPhones, AirPods, and potentially a VR headset. Um, such, but a, the, such a dumb sentence, but okay. But yeah. no, but here's the part that you got mad about. Um Quote by revenue, 2021 was the most successful year in Apple's history, but while its product lineup had some addition, some solid additions, namely the new MacBook Pro, hell yeah, it was too expensive, but hell yeah, uh, it wasn't a smash year of inter- uh, if hit a smash hit year of introductions. That will change in 2022. So I don't agree with you, but you had very uh, like strong feelings about this. Well, th- so think about that opening, which is the first sentence that you said, which is. Apple is set for a stronger 2022, and the evidence he provides for that are new iPhones, which the company also released in 2021. Well, but those new, iPhones new were Air, huge new AirPods, which they also released in 2021, and potentially. So this isn't even necessarily something that'll happen, but just I guess the potential of it makes 2022 better. A VR headset that is going to be too expensive and is not really going to have any compelling software to begin with. Um, so I, I like the idea that 2021, like, uh, like, don't get me wrong. Like we've talked a lot on this show about the many, many faults with Apple, of which there are many. But the idea that 2021 was a modest or disappointing product year for Apple is objectively dumb and not true. I mean, come on. What, the what's Pro. the case? iPhone 13. Well, but, but see, was, I think, is, I think, is, but is you're, I think, no, I think you're doing, so I think you're doing the thing that German does and which a lot of tech reporters do, which is if one of these companies releases a product that isn't for them, mm, it's, no. it's bad and dumb. No, even. I take offense to this. I am mm. somebody who, who actively tries to shy away from that. Like, I am not somebody who feels entitled to, Oh, air tags aren't for me. Boo. No, like I, I, I do not do that. But the, the, the iPhone 13 was a profoundly small and mediocre update. And again, for photography reasons, I actually think it's worse um, because of the, the dumb 3X camera. There was nothing meaningful that was released all year other than the MacBook Pro. And that is just because the previous product sucked so much. So, eh, like, I mean... I'm not. I'm not saying like Apple is not a very a phenomenally profitable company due to uh, some very earnest and honest things they do, and also a lot of lousy business practices that they do. But in terms of what they released this year, like you got a set of AirPods that, by your own admission, you are pretty like fairly lukewarm on. And honestly, if they just made the old ones a little bit better in the same form factor, you probably would have liked those better. And probably <laughs> so. And the iPhone 13 Pro. Again, colossal snooze, but like just due to existing replacement and upgrade cycles, people are going to buy it. Like, can you think of anybody who bought that phone that was legitimately super excited about that phone? 
uh, the, la- the lady friend just got one. She she likes it. But she, she has like did, an iPhone did, 11. Well, think? yeah, but that's just because it was uh, like she would have been excited about the 12, which was a legitimately big upgrade. The 13 is the same thing, except it's a little bit heavier and has a worse telephoto telephoto lens. Uh, anyway, again, I don't I don't think he is entirely off base here. I think him suggesting that this year is going to be amazing based off of a well, mythical yeah. head of VR headset, which like I am not a VR advocate at all. Like I have passing interest if somebody ever had like an Oculus Quest to try it out, even though I don't like Facebook. But like I am not I'm not a VR slash AR hype person or something. But like I don't I don't think he's entirely off base here. No, like we'll agree to disagree. Um, <laughs> and also, you, you, I think in the Slack, you also mentioned that iPads got a big upgrade this year, and I do not remember that story at all. Well, I, yeah, I mean, the iPad Pros, particularly the the twelve point nine inch, was that was a huge update. How? Who? What? Who? Who other than Jason Snell buys the twelve point nine? And it, so it got it got a nicer screen. Well, okay. So, it, but it, but if that's so, if that's the framing, then his argument for twenty twenty two being better is totally ridiculous because what he's citing are AirPods, which are going to probably be the iPod AirPods Pro, which is definitely not the most popular set of AirPods, and a mm. VR headset that nobody's going to be able to afford. Well, mm, well, that when has the price of Apple products stopped people? Um. But also iPhone with a more substantial redesign and the disappearing of the notch is like whenever the iPhone looks different, that's generally a very big upgrade year. Um, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, v- VR silly or, or just currently has no practical use case that I think most people would see or care about. I I think I don't know. I, I guess the other reason that this sort of I just don't particularly care for it, which we also got into a little bit offline online, is it 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 it's it's got a little bit of the like Apple's always doomed unless they come out with the next big thing kind of coverage, which I just I just don't really get. I I I don't read this. I do think that type of story exists. I don't think Mark Gurman is, is is peddling that type of story. I don't know. I don't know. I guess I, I just don't even, I guess I don't really even understand why his 2022 preview is even framed in this way. Like it's not even, it's not even really needed. Right. Again? Like, 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 well, like what is calling 2021 a modest year? Like what does that do for this story looking towards 2022 and it doesn't really even add anything to the story a comparison of why this year would be different well this but this year would be different because of a new product category and an iphone with a new form factor like you don't need to but the comparison give any opinion about 2021 to have those two statements in here well but the reason why a new form factor on the iphone would be uh, a useful comp is that the previous year was a talk year that like TOCK year and it was a very minor upgrade. Nah, anyway, I agree to disagree. <laughs> and also this iP- this allegedly a new iPad Pro that can charge wirelessly. 
I do not get the appeal of wireless charging on a device that size, but anyway. Yeah, I'm not I'm not quite sure I get I get that either. Also, if Apple ma- manages to way uh, manages to find a way to make so in this article, um, are you on that Bloomberg page still? Uh huh. Yep. Scroll down to the part where there's the guy using the HTC Vive or Vive. Hmm. If Apple finds a way to make v- using VR not look stupid, I feel like that's the that would be the Apple special sauce in this. I- I um it's actually funny you mentioned this picture because this it caught this caught my attention um when I was reading this originally and I the thought that I was thinking about is like this picture like basically may as well be from like a hundred years ago because think about like what do you mean? well because like it's just I don't know, in the the COVID era that we're in now it's just like the idea that you would go to some massive conference hey. well no and... they're 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 trimming off the last day of ces ryan <laughs> yeah, that is part that's... of their COVID safety protocols <laughs> yeah that's the that's the trick <laughs> that, again not a story uh... we're gonna talk about but that is the dumbest thing that's that'll sorry the year is young but jesus <laughs> i i forget like i think it was so who what's his name um casey newton who just wins at twitter all the time like I, I think it was him who's like somebody got paid to write this like press release of them saying that the and also I think it was Dieter Bone of the Verge was like yeah the day that nobody goes to like that everybody leaves early from CES is the thing that they're curtailing to allegedly prevent the spread of COVID at a thing that nobody actually needs to go to. <sighs> yeah. All right. Anyway, so agree to disagree, but yeah, this. So if Apple finds a way to make VR not look look uh really stupid is it would be a huge thing yeah i the yeah the ar thing is i mean i'm really interested to see what they're going to do and sort of what the story is going to be like i you know i i'm not really sure what the practical applications of ar are but um yeah we'll see what apple thinks they are Apparently, at the end of German's newsletters, he has something called a post-game Q&A. Is he... He's a Lakers fan, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, these these are... All right. Yeah, these, these aren't good questions. But anyway, but I, 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 yeah, the, you guys should... Again, you should, guys should be uh, Lake Show brothers because of that. You should, you should be cheering on his... his skepticism of this. No, I... I, I gener- like, I think German's generally pretty good, but yeah, didn't, didn't love this article. Yeah, uh, we're not going to talk about this at length, but the whole 5G FAA FCC thing is really stupid for a lot of reasons. Uh, as though the Spectrum was not auctioned several years ago, has not been in the planning stages for multiple years and been tested for a long time. And all of a sudden, Mayor Pete and like air traffic controllers are now like, oh, yeah, cancel this technology. Uh, I. That's that that is a super weird story that I do not get. And now I I uh, I I've, <laughs> you I've really What's up? You forgot about Mayor Pete? No, 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 no. I I in this Reuters article that we'll that we'll put in the notes, I really liked the um the joint statement from Verizon and AT&T which oh, said um um 
that the that the government was um um or that the aerospace industry was seeking to um hold this you know new spectrum quote hostage until the wireless industry agrees to cover the cost of upgrading any obsolete altimeters <laughs> mm-hmm. really really good like passive aggressive well but you all right for, for, for many reasons there's no reason to talk about this but like you can't like no that's not the way this works that uh, there there is so much planning that goes into spectrum auctions and stuff like that like no no this th- this is so dumb and the fact that the wireless carriers have agreed to acquiesce and uh give a two-week delay in launching the mid-band spectrum for their larger 5g rollouts is what what is two weeks giving people i don't know I mean, it's so dumb <laughs> oh, um is there anything else that's pressing yeah there was a fun uh interview in the verge um of the ceo of logitech um the only reason I took note of it is I was skimming through it and I totally forgot that they um, discontinued the Logitech Harmony. Because uh, I like, remember early in the pandemic that, um, this is, sorry, a, a vaguely related but not entirely connected, but when like webcams were worth their weight in gold and like just in like May of 2020, it was impossible to not, like it was like, um, what's what's something that gets resold at a very a very expensive price. It was like a Yeezy's drop. Like you you had like it was it was insane. <laughs> Is that a thing young people talk about? Sure. Um yeah. those are the coveted shoes or 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 the new pair of Air Jordans or whatever. Um but yeah, getting getting yourself like a 1080p webcam from Logitech was like the hardest thing to possibly get. Um anyways, it was an interesting rev- uh interview, but yeah, uh rest in peace Logitech Harmony. Yeah, I mean I I I still have mine set up, you know, with the on the main TV, the the OLED in the family room, but very seldom use it. Did you ever get a replacement? Um, like, did you ever upgrade to the like the decent new generation Siri remote, or are you still using yeah, just yeah. the kind of crappy one? No, no, I, I I've got the the new one. Okay, so that's why you don't use the Harmony anymore. C- correct. Okay, because yeah. we, I mean. 99% of the time we use that TV it's it's on Apple TV and once once there's the uh Xfinity stream app on Apple TV it'll mm. basically be 100%. I already forgot about that. Um Yeah, I think that's it. You anything else? No, I don't think so. All right, your 2022 is all about the the tight episodes. All right. <laughs> that's right. Uh what you got for chef specials? Uh, so we actually we talked about wireless charging earlier, um, and I th- this is a pick for instances where I think wireless charging is is you know maybe a little bit more practical and convenient for things like iPhones and AirPods in particular. Um, so this is Studio Neat's Material Dock. Um, comes in a few different. Um, like configurations which i had kind of forgotten about like they make one that is like a you know the thing that like belkin and like all the accessory makers make where it's like a three-in-one thing where you can do like your apple watch and your 
phone and AirPods like all at the same time. Um, and then they've got um, an iPhone one. Um, but the one that I have is just their like standard um, Qi charger, which is just, you know, again, like lots of manufacturers make these just a little like circular thing that, you know, sits on your desk um, that you can, you know, put any sort of Qi enabled product like an iPhone, AirPods, whatever on. But, you know, what, what's different about this and what's different about the studio neat stuff in general is that it just it looks looks really, really nice. Like the, the thing with the Qi chargers I've had in the past is I've, I've had like some Samsung ones and, and all that. And they just like, you know, they just they'll have like dumb LEDs and look out. Of, they don't look they, they're certainly not tra- transitional or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, you're right. Exactly. Like LEDs and they just don't look very nice on your desk. And that's but the thing with these chargers. Like I mean, their their stuff always has kind of like a mid century modern. Like it looks it looks very unobtrusive and 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 fits into a lot of different decors and doesn't look techy. Exactly, yeah. And there's no no lights on it, um, which you know, like well, I mean, this isn't really applicable to to the lights thing, but like just just the general look of of Qi chargers is you know most of the time you don't have anything on them, and so when they're just sitting there on your desk. They're just they're kind of an eyesore, but the material dock, even when it's just sitting there with nothing on it on your desk, it still it still looks really, really sharp. Um, I guess you one thing have the one that has the like the cork and like the one that's also a combo watch charger, or just the one that's just the the phone disc. Just just the one that's the the phone disc, which I predominantly use to charge my AirPods during the day. Hmm. Um, the the thing that I. I didn't realize though is when I was putting this together right before the show um the the price so it's it's currently $50 mm-hmm. and I I thought like geez, I didn't pay that did I um and I I went back and looked and I I got it for half that price which is um I think why I bought it um I mean $50 is not um it's like not, to get could you get the MagSafe one it's it's fifty nine dollars, right? It's it's not outrageous, but for twenty five dollars, it's better. Um, but yeah, no, it's 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 really it's really nice. Because um, I, yeah, I, I had I think it was like a Samsung Qi charger on my desk here forever, and it just I just never just never really liked it. Because like the rest of my desk, like I'm pretty happy with all the stuff on it and the layout and everything. Um, and so when I came across this material dock, I thought, yeah, no, that that's that's a that's a nice nice thing just to have out on the desk. Uh, you got to get one of these Apple TV remote stands. Oh, I have one of those too. <laughs> I actually so <laughs> um, this is how big of a fan I am of the um, Studio Neat Apple remote um, stand. <laughs> is I had the one for the original Apple remote, got the new one try to put it in the 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 stand doesn't fit i looked on studio neat's website and sure enough they've made an updated stand for the new apple remote and that was a that was an instant buy in fact actually i think i bought this material doc when i when i bought that (laughs) so so i don't really have one this week but i am going to make a uh, unprecedented uh repeat pick because I'm sure I've recommended this in the past. So, like, yeah, Studio Neat, like, their their stuff's all really cool. And I swear they used to make some type of, like, 
bar material or something? Well, they used to make a like um, cocktail shaker or something. A simple syrup kit. Oh, that's probably it. But they have. So if you hover over your, if you're at studioneat.com and you hover over products, um, they have a iOS app called Highball, which is was supposed to be a companion to their whatever product that happened that used to be. Um, and it's just a really neat, uh, aesthetically pleasing and fun app for cocktail recipes, and it's got a good library of built-in like standards and you can add your own and yeah it's just, it's it's just a absolutely gorgeous app and I, I i like it a bunch so yeah oh wow you so you you can just put your own recipes in here mm-hmm. like i don't know if it syncs to anything because like that is the we we talked vaguely offline online about how i'm kind of tech podcasted out for a little bit and just for the past month i've just been marking as played every tech podcast uh, but during the upgradees, I only made it like 15 minutes in, but there was some new recipe app that they were talking about. Um, but yeah, Highball is for cocktails. Just, it's a gorgeous app. So whenever I forget how what the ratios are in a French 75, and also, again, due to my attachment or my fondness for that cocktail, I do like that that is on the main like hero screenshot of this. Huh. Oh, nice. I, I've actually, it's, it's been a a project on the back burner where I've, I've got all my cocktail recipes just, you know, on pieces of paper that I've accumulated over the years. Um, and I've been wanting to put those into, into an app. Um, can make a Squarespace site. Let's just like, like make a little like project of your adventure and like try to get into like you know, food photography. Do do I don't know. Uh, you, again, I, I'm sure you give it to me like three different times, and I always forget where I stored it. But like uh, finding out how to make the naked ape, like I'd want I would want to know how to do that. Well, and that's it. Seems like if we were both using eyeball, I could just simply share that with you. Yeah, but then you'd have to find a way to also get whatever the spicy bitters are or whatever. <laughs> 